All right, welcome back to 88.5 FM, WCUG Cougar Radio. My name is Logan Swaim, and you are tuning in to the WCUG Artist Interview Series. Except today, I will not be your host. I am passing the torch on to our beloved host, Ray Palmer. Oh, thank you. I'm beloved now? No. Oh. I'm just Well, I guess that's okay. Um, Well, um, thank you so much, Logan. You've helped me a lot prepare this for um, y'all, and... um, well, I guess before we start, uh, do you have any like hopes or where you want this show to go after you leave? Um, I hope it's more consistent. I wasn't the best at that in the past. No, but no promises, but I'll try my hardest. I, say, I hope so. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just want to see it continue and yeah. grow as the station grows. I agree. I agree. So let's get into why you're here today. Uh, being interviewed, you are part of a band. What What is that band called again? The Normas. Uh, and you're all here. Holy, f- there's say, five we're of you. Say hi. <laughs> oh hey. Oh hey. We're we can talk now. Oh man. Wow. Wow. Right. wow. Funny how we were all like in the same place. Oh my right. god, that's convenient. crazy. We all walked in at the same time. <laughs> they all just walked in. Um, I didn't. I thought I was just interviewing Logan, but I, I guess this will work. It's uh, all of us. It's we, all of y'all. We just grabbed microphones and said, "We're doing this." Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, for uh, our starting off question, let's let's have y'all introduce yourselves and tell me how y'all like would categorize or introduce your band. Um, my name is Logan Swaim, and then to the right of me, I'm Josh Melman, and to the left of me, I'm Trenton Golden, and even more left is me, Charles Glosser, and even more left than that is Lars Smallwood, the leftist. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, I didn't know where you're going. Uh, uh, oh, exactly. Does that make Josh the most right leaning out of well, I don't want. So. I don't want. I don't want to be classified that way. I'm not touching that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I refuse to comment. No comment Actually, no never comment. mind. <laughs> but uh, we all sort of met, I guess, in Columbus. But half of us were in college, half of us weren't. Mm-hmm. And uh, now we're all here together. We gradually. It started off as like sort of a solo thing. We released enough music to have a show. Got mm-hmm. Trent on board. Josh and I lived together. Josh started writing some nice, nice, nice songs. Very nice. Very nice songs Very nice. for us. <laughs> um, Charles joined on bass. And then our last member was Lars Smallwood. Oh, my God. Rounding out on guitar. Baby. Oh, That's really cool. Um, I guess then, Josh, I'll ask you, how do you, how would you describe y'all's music? I mean, my go-to description is always like, indie garage rock mm-hmm. um they they say that we're swamp disco sometimes who's, who's the they in this group the world the world <laughs> um, but uh i don't know I, I think we we definitely meld a lot of different genres especially mm-hmm. on uh some stuff that we're working on right now mm-hmm. um we're definitely kind of venturing in a bunch of different directions all right but. anyone else have a anything else to add Maybe it's more Swamp Disco, I guess. Swamp? <laughs> no, it's like very 60s garage. There's a some, lot of there's some doo-wop in there, some surf. A lot of Western now. Cool. We make you cry, we make you laugh. We make you spit. Okay. Regardless. Good thing, good thing cool. we're cutting things in, in this. Right? <laughs> we're, we're, not, we're not cutting I'm not that. cutting that. I'm not, I'm not cutting you saying we're going to cut it either. Uh, <laughs> welcome to WCUG. All right, all right. Unedited. So... You talked about it a little bit, but y'all have been playing for two years now? Or the band itself has been in presence for two years? We're just about like a year and a half. Okay, I guess Trent and Josh joined. Mm -hmm. And then um, the full band has been together since about March, I'd say. 
I guess since y'all are doing a really cool little thing that I forgot to mention already, a little show coming up this weekend, um, February fifth, a little Sunday, little show. Um, you know, at mas- masquerade uh, purgatory. I almost said murgatory. <laughs> <laughs> masquerade purgatory um, show in Atlanta. So, I guess my question is. How would you like say that y'all have grown since you've started? Like as since y'all have become a full band, how would you say you've grown since that point to now? Um, let's throw it to Trent. I'm gonna throw it to Trent. <laughs> Trent. <laughs> I would say over the course since I joined, it it definitely became a little bit more in the beginning. I would say like a a higher sounding, like a weird frequency high mm-hmm. pitch, almost like that doo wop era kind of sound. Uh, but as months and months progressed, we kind of got a little bit darker mm-hmm. in our tone. Definitely with where we're going now, I would say that the sound has definitely gotten looser but tighter. Like there's more air in some of the songs where it used to be very like almost metronome like. Now it has that sense of like organicness to it. And just playing every time we play together, we get better and better. Mm-hmm. So I'm just really excited to see where the sound goes from here. So you guys have gotten like more comfortable in your sound and are developing it to be more like y'all's personality? Definitely. Cool. For sure. Cool. Anyone want to add anything to that? I mean, for me, it's just all about getting into a certain vibe. Because I remember like the first couple of performances, I didn't even like change any of my amp settings because I come from like a metal background. So it was this like super high, loud, like rot tone. It was like very unappealing and didn't fit at all. I sort of like the straight. He, <laughs> he liked it. And then I remember Charles said it was like a new wave tone, but <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was so because I have a we did a little uh, CD project just for us of one of our performances at the Banks Food Hall in Columbus. And my tone is so loud on that recording it is ridiculous like logan is unhurt like you can't hear him at all so (laughs) over the summer and progressively we've just started dialing in our range to make it sound more cohesive as a unit rather than uh sounding like five it i mean music is chaos but contained chaos and that's what we're doing more than ever is that we're broadening but we're also containing ourselves in terms of our approach to our tones like we're still picking up drum bits like new pieces of gear all the time so <laughs> nice oh yeah roto toms from the 80s of course definitely <laughs> gonna play some journey <laughs> <laughs> for sure so do you guys have anything you'd want to say on like where it started with just being the two of y'all and then like now that it's a full band like do you have anything you'd want to say about that it just feels like there's a lot less pressure Mm. on um because originally it was just like the, our first like little mixtape slash compilation was just uh songs we made in the like the bedroom slash dorms here mm-hmm. and it just feels like we have so much more to work with and at the same time having that much more to work with means again containing ourselves into like not a creative bubble but i feel like creativity sort of sparks when you do have more confined. than one mind yeah. working say, in it. Yeah. But at the same time, like a confined box to okay. work in. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, I think with the whole band, it's it's a lot easier to execute like in, like a vision. Like if we have a song in mind and we like, you know, we there's certain things that we see for music that like we may not be able to accomplish on our own. <laughs> I mean, I know before I joined the band, I never really considered myself a musician. Yeah. Um, 
so, you know, I'm, I'm constantly practicing, you know, I, I play a bunch of stuff, but like, am I proficient? You know, that's up for debate, but like we have everybody in the band, like contributing and we're able to like put something together that we had in mind. And like, it, it kind of just, it's, it's very seamless. And I think that's, that's definitely the thing that's been really giving us as much traction as a band. Josh and I like music tastes sort of blend together and we're very much amongst the same like things that we listen to with like the odd show tune here and there that Josh has. Yeah. I mean, I have a theater <laughs> background, so there's, there's a few, um, yeah. a few red herrings in there, I guess. But, but having these three uh, people join our band, they have probably the widest music vocabulary that I've ever like seen amongst anybody. Very cool. And that's sort of what I'm thankful for as well, where it's like, our inspiration is sort of, it's not limited, but without these guys, it would be very limited. Very cool. Very cool. So on that, um, you guys said that y'all's, you and Josh's music taste is, was pretty s- similar. So what music taste inspired like the sound you guys had and how is it like, er, have any other artists influenced that now with your new members? Like have, has that been some of the change that's happened in the past few months? I mean, we're very rooted in general like indie rock Mm -hmm. strokes arctic monkeys growlers but as we've sort of delved into a more dark slash a western Mm -hmm. direction um trent definitely brings some country (laughs) influence into it and then charles sort of goes back to beach boys and then there's a lot of new charles do you like new wave I love New Wave. New wave. <laughs> That's kind of what got me into music. A lot of like New Wave and post-punk from the uh, late 70s and 80s. Uh, so that's always been a big part of my sound. A lot of goth music's also kind of within that umbrella too. I was huge into goth music uh, starting like like middle school. Yeah, I was I was a real goth in high school. <laughs> you should I definitely see that. I was just saying, and Lars also loves like shoegaze, just like a bunch of washed out of like drenched in reverb, very <laughs> like effects heavy type music, <laughs> very much so. So the Chili Peppers, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Pick the most mainstream band on the planet, but like the Foo Fighters, yeah, yeah the yeah. Foo Fighters, like that's a deep cut right there. But <laughs> uh, no, but uh, yeah, just. I've, I'm driven by loud music, bombastic, in-your-face distortion. And so when I was approached for uh, this band, I had to kind of not unlearn those ideas. But like when it comes to like a guitar solo, for example, I can't be tapping and doing like sweeping shreds type stuff. You know, you got to fit within the pocket. And I think that despite all these backgrounds, we find a way of getting into a pocket very well and being a machine so instead of like changing your genre it more like added layers to it yeah i I would say like on my end being on drums the band i was with previously kids with matches was very like all over the place it was prog then it was like ska then it would be like reggae like i'm glad i was a part of a project like that but when logan asked me to come on board he was like all right play simple Mm. and i was like what Huh? I was like, you don't you don't want a China breakdown with ghost notes in the back? <laughs> and he was like, no. And I played a surf beat that is on a bazillion songs. And he was like, that's it. <laughs> I was like, you're kidding me. I was like, this is the easiest thing in the world. Now I'm like, this is the most difficult thing in the world to just sit in the back and like, I wouldn't say know my place, but know how to fit in a song. Mm. And that 
being a part of Enormous has really pushed me into like a realm of music I never would have explored, like the Growlers and in the garden and stuff like that. Like I would have never found that if it wouldn't been for these guys. Super cool. I, all, all I have to say is though that like Orville Peck and Tyler Childers is literally what is inspiring this next album on my end. <laughs> Your <laughs> religion awesome. is Tyler Childers is my god right now. <laughs> we can talk about that a little bit uh, later on. We're gonna talk about y'all's new album coming up, but before that, I guess y'all have this new Masquerade show coming out. So where? Yes. Yes. Do you? That, do you is, that is true. That is true. <laughs> Did you want to add something? <laughs> Oh, um, I don't know if we're allowed. I know the FCC regulations, like we can't. You can't say come out. We can't it, say but, come out. Yeah, I think this is a bit, I guess. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> we strongly encourage you to check out. And, yeah, just laughing. I'm like. <laughs> Sorry. Can, can, what? <laughs> we strongly encourage you to uh, check out uh, the Masquerade's website if you're not doing anything February 5th. That's a Sunday. And you do have a little bit more than $12 to spare. Yeah. Uh, we will be playing a show at the Masquerade Purgatory and we'll be headlining with who? The Review and uh, this other artist called Envy Little. Mm-hmm. It'll be a great show. Very cool. And um, yeah, feel free to check that out if you uh, if you have the time and are interested in the Norma's music. On a note similar to that, I think that we're all very excited for this show. I mean, we, we played it last August. We were very um, lucky to be chosen to open for this band called yellow ostrich and i mean it's always interesting to you know play for a slightly bigger venue but like a venue that i think multiple of us have been to several times and like oh now we're playing this like this is i mean you hate to use the word surreal because it's overused but it's that moment of like (laughs) it's surreal (laughs) sure but and now that we were offered this uh wonderful headlining opportunity we have been working hard on a set list um every practice is game faces all the time but we still have some fun but mm-hmm. it's uh all the f- all the time but we have some fun but yeah we're <laughs> we're super serious until we're not but well, we're serious but then we're not and then and then we get up there and we're like oh ha 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 just kidding we're serious <laughs> we're serious look at us <laughs> quote of the year right there that's go, <laughs> we're, that's we're serious all the time but we're not like that's going before, on sometimes we make you laugh sometimes we make you cry Exactly. <laughs> and then we make you dance. Do you guys have any um, thing you want to say about like the difference between your live shows versus your recorded music? <laughs> On my end, especially, <laughs> I actually understand what I am playing now. It okay. only took uh, almost how many months of the album being out before I figured out how to play a song? Uh, I mean, a like good you couple. Knew, yeah, a couple. But I would definitely say that the tempo is probably a little bit faster live because of the adrenaline, obviously, but mm-hmm. I would say that there's more passion behind it because obviously when you're in a studio and you're playing the same thing over and over and over, it kind of gets discouraging sometimes. But when you're live and you only have that one shot, it, it kind of like kicks your body into this overdrive. So I would say that we, we definitely go harder. We go goblin mode, obviously. <laughs> oh, man. What is that? <laughs> but yeah, I would say the live stuff is so much more nose to the grindstone kind mm. of style compared to the album where the album's a little bit more laid back. You can put it on and like clean your house, but live okay. like you want to you want to swing dance. Alrighty. What about you, Charles? I think uh, a really just, when we recorded the album, it was a pretty quick process. And I think for some of the songs, we might have not had it as done as we like initially may have wanted 
So live, I think it's kind of we make up for that sometimes. And some some of the parts that we wanted to put on that that record kind of end up in our in our live shows. And that's one some, one thing we're really working on with this new project is to get all these parts really super divined. So we're like, yeah, that's how it goes. And when we record it, it's just like how we always play it. I would also say, like, when it comes to the album, it, it still feels kind of like a mixtape to us sometimes. And I think with our live shows, the way that we carry ourselves and we go a little overboard with banter sometimes. But I think like the charm of like a live performance and like the way that we carry ourselves as a band and like as friends, mm-hmm. I think kind of makes it work a little bit more. And I definitely think that's what keeps our fan base kind of tuned in because, you know, we're, they like our music, but I, I think they like us, you know what I mean? <laughs> we're, just, we're just a big old party. <laughs> we're a bunch of hotties. So. <laughs> oh. oh, so, so sorry. But. I, I would agree there because I think that's part of the reason I like going to y'all shows is it definitely feels like laid back in a sense of like every, everyone's having fun. Everyone's here to have a good time. Y'all are out there having a good time and like Especially for like the first Masquerade Purgatory show, uh, it was just a like grand old time to dance to it because y'all were having so much fun and like it was felt throughout the audience. I think so. I agree with you on that point. Did you, you have know, something you wanted to? Or I was just gonna say that like exclusively for me because I didn't take part in the recording of the album. I, I was almost like a fan <laughs> where when I was listening to it, I was like, oh, this is a pretty cool album. But like I play in this band, I'm on the cover. But anyway, <laughs> that's it's just funny. But like. So I just came in purely as a live member, uh, just playing the songs um, in, you know, at shows. And I think that's where I get most excited. Like, obviously, now with what we're working on, I'm in a room, you know, we're working on crafting songs. But uh, for about the course of almost a year, I was just there enjoying going to that show, going to this show. We'll play this one. We'll play that one. Um, and it was just always a good vibe whenever we got up there. I don't know about y'all, but I always look forward to every show we do. Oh, yeah, Even if that. we've played the same venue 500 times or we're playing a brand new one, it's always just, I don't know, I just have fun getting on stage with these guys. It's exciting. I think that we we can't contain our excitement sometimes. <laughs> we just That's where all that fun banter and all those fun moments come from, and the crowd feeds off of that and I think that the crowd is a big reason why we've still continued to play shows if they weren't into our stuff then we would have quit by now oh yeah for (laughs) sure so like I think the the local scene here has just as much to do with allowing us to get shows that we want to play and they've continued to be supportive and we hope that they keep doing so so we can keep doing this because I have fun doing it for me personally playing music like in any meaningful capacity is all I've ever wanted to do. So this is you know, the closest I've ever gotten. It's awesome. I think we're about midway through the interview right now. And um, y'all chose a song, Morning Sun, I believe. Y'all wanted to play here at the midpoint? Yes, please. Yes, please. It's um, the hit. <laughs> yeah, this is one of y'all's like, most popular song, I believe. It was the single off Sweet Nothings, and it is the single that carries us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but to, we're not going to be playing the single version. We're going to be playing the album version of Morning Sun today. So here it is.
And welcome back to the artist interview series with the band The Normas. Hello. Do you want us to uh, reintroduce ourselves? You can all just say hello or just whatever. But we're back here in the station with The Normas, and you just heard Morning Sun, um, their most popular song off of the album Sweet Nothings. Thank you. And now you can introduce (laughs) yourselves. (laughs) Y'all introduce yourselves. I am Josh Melman. What do you play? I play piano and I sing and I I play a few other things, but those are my main my main hobbies. <laughs> my, my, my main my main passions. Uh, I'm Trenton Golden. I play drums and percussion, and uh, yeah, you do both. Yeah, yeah, at the same time. There's some yeah. at the same wow. time. That's crazy. I'm uh, Charles Glazier. I play bass and I sing backups. My name is Guitar, and I play Lars Smallwood. <laughs> My name's Logan, and I play uh, guitar, and I also play Lars Smallwood, but oh. also sings. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's off the record. We don't talk about that. It's on it now, baby. Oh, no. Now everyone knows. Now everyone knows. All right, all right. Um, what are some, like, favorite things you have about Morning Sun? Like, um, I'd say, like, the, the beat is pretty, like, solid. Mm-hmm. Um I, I, it's hard not to like groove to it. Mm-hmm. It's it's in for me. It's definitely a ska song, just slowed down. Okay, which makes it disco. <laughs> Quote me on that. But no, I would de- <laughs> I would definitely say it's our "I Will Survive" song. Like okay. no no matter what, when we play it, we just instantly get in a good mood, no matter how like angry we are or something. Very cool, mm. Charles and Lars. Uh, I always really love the breakdown at the end. It's mm-hmm. just so groovy. I think it's one of the the grooviest and kind of freshest sounding things on the album. Uh, and and the song just like it's it just doesn't do anything it doesn't need to do. I think it's like in it and it's two and a half minutes and that two and a half minutes packs everything that it needs to. Certified fresh. <laughs> Certified fresh. No, like basically echoing the same sentiments. I think that that is like probably our prime example of all of us doing something different in a song yet it's all working uh, and- it's all working in tandem you know we're all doing something very cool all at once but it's not <laughs> sloppy at least I mean, you're laughing, but... <laughs> no, just the way you said it. It's all very cool. No, he, <laughs> what does tandem mean? Like, a, like, like the bicycle. <laughs> oh, okay. Come yeah, on, man. Yeah. No, but uh, it just genuinely is just... it's. It's got a great melody. It's got some catchy lyrics. And the part at the end, like he was saying, the breakdown, when that China comes in, that part gets me hyped every performance. Except when you don't have the China and you have to do a cowbell. <laughs> I, I will have the China for the masquerade. Please. 18-inch nice. yes. extreme Minel Customs. Like that, Please sponsor me. The what, that on the record, like every time I'm like, ah! <laughs> like, <it> just, <laughs> this may be a little late, but... Tandem, I I hardly know them together. (laughs) (laughs) Boo! (laughs) Bad joke. Oh man! Oh man! Uh, You can tell we're having fun here. We need some sound effects. Oh yeah! (laughs) Someone ought to have a uh, what is it called? We have a a stream deck, but it's not set up for this interview. Sorry, (sighs) y'all. Give me that. Can that get on the? Give me that next question, please. (laughs) Give me that next question. (laughs) All right. Okay, so this one, um, it applies to most of y'all, but I think all of you can give some perspective. How does being a mix of, of college students and graduated college students affect your process as a band? 
Columbus State alumni Joshua Melman will answer this question. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> no, I mean it. It definitely, for if nothing else, it connected us. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just all of us kind of using Columbus as a as a meeting place. Yeah. Um, and kind of branching out from there. Well, I don't know if Logan. I can't remember if Logan already mentioned it, but we were freshman year roommates, so like. Mm-hmm. We, we got were to know roommates. We yeah, we were roommates. Oh my um, god, but we got roommates. To, we got to know each other like pretty early on in our college careers. Mm-hmm. Um, we took one of the beds out of the uh, dorm so that we could sleep together. We don't need to say that. This isn't what it's about. Uh-huh. Anyway, sure. Um, no, but I mean, before I even joined the band, me and Logan used to goof around in our dorm. Yeah. Uh, you know, we do like talent shows at CSU and uh, oh my god I forgot about that yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just like you know screw around um, and he was always working on stuff with some friends from his hometown or just on his own mm-hmm. um, and eventually you know we ended up moving in together again uh, later down the line I think it was junior year um, yeah and then we just started to create again and if nothing else I think CSU really kind of connected us and like allowed us to continue to work on our creativity i was about to say like short spark notes if we didn't go here i wouldn't have known josh josh wouldn't have known charles i wouldn't have known charles because of josh i wouldn't have known trent from wcug's yeah. uh first electric city cafe mm-hmm. and i definitely wouldn't have known lars because of that yeah because lars worked on the first one i think that's a good point of like it connected y'all because college in general brings people from other places and puts them in one spot so it definitely put y'all all in the right place i think that's a good point how does one of your band members still being in college does that like hinder the process at all i don't think so um again like he's doing like doing what he wants to do in college mm-hmm. i'm speaking for him when he's right here so i'm gonna let yeah, him take Lars, what, about, what about you do you think <laughs> the, for the record i am the the youngest in this group i am the baby i'm sure i held these guys back from playing bars for like uh, a couple six months until i had to turn 21 had to they weren't begging us to play you don't think no <laughs> no i mean for me i mean i do overload myself as a student i have seven classes full 18 hours, mm-hmm. uh, usually pretty rigorous coursework. And then I pile on uh, two separate jobs on top of that. And then I'm in a band, but I always find a, a good time to uh, come back to these guys and always uh, contribute. You know, sometimes I'll be like, listen, I may not have all the parts ready, but I will get them sorted out and I will be there to play them and I will be there to give my criticisms. And so I think that it's just something that I love doing, getting to make music and not just doing like cover songs or just playing shows, but like creating with all these guys like that is something that, you know, I dreamed of as a kid. And of course, you know, the big dream is to like tour the world or whatever. But as of right now, just getting to vibe with these guys, not just as bandmates, but as friends, like, I mean, schoolwork can come later for that. But <laughs> no, no, no. But genuinely, like, it's all just about. Uh, finding a balance and that's a totally uh, subjective thing Um, but it tends to I think things just work out you know some days where I have to do this one project or go do this other thing it lines up perfectly with the days we have shows so it always I think someone's looking out for us I don't know but uh, 
I don't think that me being a student is hindering the. I don't think hinders the right word. No, it's a good thing. Yeah, that was that one band that did. Uh, lips was, of yeah, Lips of oh. <laughs> I was like, where are you going with this? Lips of a man. Yeah, exactly. That's how it went. All right, Trent, Charles, like do you all have anything to Is add? Is that Buck Cherry or? Um, I, I really don't like I, I agree with Lars. I don't really think it's it's hindered. It's mm-hmm. just like something to work around, just like a job. Every, everybody here works a job or goes to school. It's just like anything else like that. Just, you know, finding a time for the band, mm-hmm. which we all do successfully and there's still plenty of ways to develop ourselves outside of columbus even if we're living here it's it's just a it's it's just a prolonged move we, we mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a process yeah for it's sure. a process well i mean we're, we're just not rushing it we're yeah. fine it's, it's good seeing lars grow up since he is my son. And, uh, you were estranged for a while, but now y'all were reconnected through the and band. And you're so proud he's completing his education. I, I am. Thanks, Dad. Be, hey, hey, no problem, Hey, son. doing something you never could. <laughs> I'm taking you to Baskin Robbins after this. <laughs> <laughs> you want the cookie dough with sprinkles? All 20. I like birthday cake, seven? personally. Well, you whack. How many flavors are there? No wonder flavors? I left. <laughs> Did you hear that? That's too sweet. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That was good. But anyway... Did you actually have a thought or were you just making I haven't thought in years, but no, uh, (laughs) it's, I don't feel like there's ever been like a hindering of quote unquote, anything that makes it hard to practice or Mm -hmm. hard to get to a venue. Like we've never had an issue with that besides like obviously snafus of running into like traffic and stuff like that. That's the only hindering thing I would say. Okay. So let's talk about some fun stories that have happened at live shows. How do you I personally really like the way y'all introduce your band, have been introducing your band lately on stage. <laughs> Will Bradley is responsible for that. Will Bradley, Josh, and I definitely I say, came up with that bit yeah, and it ran a little farther a, than we meant to. It's really cool that it's made it to the stage. It, I don't know if it always uh, pleases the crowd as much it, as it tickles us. It but should. Say, it depends on what demographic we're playing for. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Someone explain the bit so we're not just talking about this. Uh, no, it's, no, it's an inside it's an, joke. It's an inside yeah. joke? Okay. No. You'll have to come to the masquerade to possibly see it. Oh, you will see it. You yeah. will oh, see yeah. it if you come to the Purgatory no, this weekend. Say, so that was my favorite story. What about y'all? I remember the Halloween show that we played was... <laughs> you're looking at me right now. Loose. <laughs> it was, it was performance-wise, maybe we were a little loose. But the whole idea was, you know, we're playing a Halloween show. We have to dress up. We were like shooting out ideas. And then all of a sudden Trent's like, hey, I got this friend that's going to do this poster where we're the Scooby-Doo gang. And we were like, that's what we're doing. That's what we have to do. And we all selected a character. We all went for it. We all got our Party City or Spirit Halloween, actually, uh, costumes ready. (laughs) And we played a show looking like Mystery Inc. And I thought it was awesome. It was hilarious. It was I really think fun. I think it was great. So you were the trashiest looking Velma I've ever seen, Logan. I was the trashiest looking Velma. Velma, or you were Velma. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah, even yeah. know. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Let me just not Josh insult was you. Real loose that night. I was, apparently, I'm still very loose, but okay. What's yours, Charles? I the one I can think of. It's not anything super crazy or anything, but it's it's just really cute. It makes me laugh. So we have this bit for uh, one of the songs we do, "Puppy Love." And uh, we say, this is about a time I got left in a dog part. 
Uh, <laughs> and uh, Josh was uh, saying that as he normally does when we're going to go into the song. And uh, at the show we were playing, there just so happened to be a man walking his beagle. <laughs> <laughs> and Josh was like, this goes out to that beagle right there. <laughs> I, I thought it was a basset hound because I, I told him like dedicate like the song. Or like a chihuahua or like a dalmatian. Oh, okay. It was some kind of like they're all the street mongrel. Actually, Lars and all fours. It was a really smart bird pretending really to be a dog. Bird, the dog yeah. smart bird. <laughs> no, I leaned over. I was like, you should dedicate the song to the one dog in attendance right now. <laughs> oh goodness. Oh, for me. It was a it was a mix up on stage, more of a catastrophe. Oh, um, but but it was the reaction that me and this person gave. Uh, so we're playing, I believe, the loft, yeah. and and we, we're probably one or two songs in, and I look over, and Lars just turns around, and there's there's a broke string. Oh, <laughs> but instead of panicking, Lars just goes, all right. <laughs> and I was like, all right. <laughs> and then he proceeds to keep playing. And I'm like, you know, I really love how in a state of panic, Lars does not move. <laughs> there was no change in tone. There was no change in body language. He just, yeah. In the apocalypse, I'm letting the zombies eat me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just going to stand there. You're not even screaming, happen. but. No, I'm just like, all right. Also, but, you could have definitely grabbed one of those guitars that were sitting on stage. Right. Yeah. And what, grab someone else's guitar. <laughs> and there, there's like a, a tie for first, if I have a, a moment to tell this one. I was just going to say, um, one of our first outside of Columbus gigs, we we did a house party in Athens. It's actually our second gig. Yeah, and um, it was it was a really great time. Uh, the crowd was super nice. Everyone was super inviting. We painted our faces um, to look like what guys? <laughs> Mimes slash ICP. I was gonna say we looked more. We definitely looked more like ICP or. Uh, or some metal heads, but uh, yeah, the was, ICP chant did not help. Yeah, <laughs> Man, it was really bad. We all saying clown up, or yeah. I was whoop whooping, whoop whooping yeah. all over. The place. I would have been whoop whooping if I was in the band at the time. Yeah. Is that how you say that? Like yeah, whoop whoop whooping? Yeah. Yeah, whoop, whoop. No, whoop whooping. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, it was just <laughs> a really, <laughs> it was just a really cool moment. Really kind of solidified the idea that we could do this as more than just you know every once in a while at someone's house or at a skate shop. Or wherever. I was about to say that gig was so so much fun. Um, I have a couple like live moments that are like really fun to do. Like we have a couple bits that we do live uh, continuously that you will have to see at the masquerade. Mm. Um, so please You'll come. You'll have to. You will have to. Um, I have a couple stories that are a lot of fun. Um, I'm from Calhoun, Georgia, and uh, a little bit down the way is Rome, Georgia. <laughs> we played a festival called Days of Thrill. <laughs> Again, shout out to everybody there. They were so kind to us. But even after this, we had been like we had been playing shows every weekend. Like before that, October was busy. October was busy, and then we were working all week. And like most of us were in school, just like we were tired. So we woke up at like four in the morning to go do sound check at like eight ish. I was uh, gonna say that was probably like the biggest stage we've played to date. And yeah. I remember that performance was a lot of fun. It was so much fun. That was a lot mm -hmm. of fun. Big shout. All around. <clears throat> I say big shout to Days of Thrill, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, it was like that day felt the most like we were on quote unquote tour. Like we got to explore the city. Like we had enough time to do anything we wanted to. It was nice. cool. I was trying to sleep and I was shaken, <laughs> awoken by a fellow drummer 
for no reason. <laughs> I don't know why he thought it was important to ask me about my drumsticks while I was taking <laughs> a fat nap. He had no idea. <laughs> but but mad respect to him. He, he did good. He wanted to know about your signature drumsticks. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Trent has signature drum oh, drumsticks. Tell us about your signature drumsticks. Uh, so I have a set of signature drumsticks. Whoa. Hoo-ha. Oh. Hoo-ha. Hoo-ha. No, uh, but they say the Normas. They have my signature, and I play Scorpion percussion sticks, the same drumsticks that Mike Caputo from Brand of Sacrifice. Nice. The drummer from Hinder. And <laughs> bring it all the way around. Full circle, baby. <laughs> and the drummer who formerly played for the legendary outlaw, David Allen Coe. Okay. Do you think those drumsticks cool. hinder him? Whack. <laughs> but if you wanna Bars. buy if you wanna buy a pair of my drumsticks, I will include a hearty handshake and and a photo. Whoa. Oh. Signed? Not signed because I don't want to decrease the value of your phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty That's good. Pretty good. <laughs> hey, okay. <laughs> Any other stories that y'all have to share? Uh, Logan was mentioning uh, how Days of Thrill felt like a tour day, but I I think the uh, the New Year's three peat, as I want to call it, oh, was that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. So essentially, what we did was we played three different cities, all in the southeast in three nights in a row leading up to New Year's Eve. So we started in Atlanta at Smith's Old Bar on the 29th, went up to Blue Ridge Mystic Mountain Pizza on the 30th. And then uh, an Auburn house show on New Year's Eve. And I mean, in retrospect, how did we do it? <laughs> you know, because it was we, fun. Yeah, we just uh, I all mean, better get used to it because we're going to keep doing it. Yeah, we just committed to like, I will drive there and see you there. And we were all trusting that we would all make it and we all made it. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Mystic Mountain Pizza for the pickle pizza. Dude, that pickle pizza was, that was else, baller. <laughs> all right. That sounds that really pizza. good. SRA set up straight in the seat. One last topic for y'all. I hear y'all have a new album in the works. <gasps> Who said? Uh, Trent Trent mentioned something about it earlier. You're out of the band, Trent. <laughs> Can't be giving up secrets like that's that. That's the third time this week. <laughs> <laughs> so about this they record, They keep reinstating right? you. But um, how is it similar or different from previous work that y'all have released? Um, I'm going to go around and sort of limit our words. Um, everybody has three words to say about. Yeah. Describe the describe new album it. in three words, whether it's comparing it to previous stuff or not. I'm going to say different. <laughs> oh, yeah. It has to be three different words. You can't use different now. <laughs> not Just the kidding. same. Okay. okay. <laughs> I, um, but I like that. I I'm like going to say that it's. It's more homogenous, like it's uniform. That's like Four seven. Words. No, but like I'm more No, but I'm but I'm limiting the the descriptive words. So more uniform. So uh, what are your three words? Okay. <laughs> uniform, catchy, <laughs> quality. Homogenous. <laughs> Got it. Cool. Uh, I would say. Atmospheric, spaghetti, yeah, uh huh, and probably to round it out. Honestly, I I, I would probably say psychedelic. Okay, pretty cool. Uh, I would say dark, 
I would say spacious and versatile. Hmm. 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 <laughs> yeah, my... <laughs> yeah, beat that one, Lars. Um, consistent, tragic. <laughs> it, well, <laughs> and, magic. <laughs> and magic, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, I say tragic in the uh, uh, concept, concept and lyrically, but mm. overall uh, concise. Do you guys have anything else you'd like to add or anything else you'd like to plug here at the end of the interview? Come see us if you feel like it. Uh, at the masquerade on February 5th, uh, I believe doors will be opening at seven. Okay. And there's cool. some exclusive things that will be there if you come. So you should, you should consider it. Uh, yeah. Tip your bartenders <laughs> always. And Hey, be good. And if not be good at it. Mm-hmm. Also, everybody, uh, uh, if you, if you would like, we have an Instagram page. Uh, we just uh, mm-hmm. not too long ago hit over a uh, thousand followers. Nice. We're trying to get to that next thousand mark. If uh, anyone wants to help, and what is what that is Instagram, Instagram? If they happen oh, to want to do that it, Instagram. I'm pretty sure it's at the enormous with an extra e at the end. So it's T H E, the normous. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's not right. Wait, it's wait, T- wait, wait it's try one more time. T H E E. The Normas. Or Normas. <laughs> I can't. They're never going to be able to find us. We're at T-H-E-E-N-O-R-M-A-S. Spell it out. Yeah. We, also, we also have a website with like merch and a bunch of other stuff, so you should check it out. It's at www.thenormas.com. There's no extra E on the URL. Thank you so much to WCUG 88.5 FM Cougar Radio and our wonderful host, Rafe Palmer, for this amazing interview. And uh, go kooks, go cougars, go kooks. Um, I guess the last thing is thank you to anybody who's actually like paid attention to us, came to shows, bought merch. Uh, thanks to all moms and dads and daddies and uncles and uncles and um, sisters, uncles, any family, friends. Thank you to WCUG. Um, and thank you to all these fine, 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 fine men and on the interview. Oh, okay. I was like, where are you going? <laughs> no, I don't know. It just means a lot. And the fact that we even have like, thank you Masquerade for letting us use their venue for a night. It's mm-hmm. another night. Another night. Yeah. Um, and have us for more nights. And so I got. Um, well, then we're going to play one more song to play us out. Uh, you guys have selected Don't Mind the Album Version. This was um this is the song that came out right as I started listening to you guys. So it's a pretty cool song in my opinion like really in my it, from my perspective it's kind of what launched y'all into being more and more popular and from my perspective but um yeah here is don't mind by the normas walking around feeling the ground making me feel like she can be found but you're not near At first glance, it's a chance Got in a trance, now we've gone some Place so queer And now they say that you found anything Everything you could have wanted 